Hey friends, welcome to the Robin Graham show. I'm so grateful you're joining me for another episode where we dive into entrepreneurship, faith, mental health, and so much more. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a brand strategist, business coach, and mentor. Join me every week to learn how mindset, strategy, and action combined will produce the results you were dreaming of. Discover your purpose and follow your God-led callings, values, visions, and passions to create a personal brand and strong foundation for long-term success. The sky is the limit when we spend time with like-minded people. Through interviews and solo episodes, we'll be diving into inspiring stories, life and business journeys of failure and success, and the strategies and tools used along the way. Ready to learn? Grab your cup of coffee, the car keys, or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to this episode. Hey friends, we are back with another episode of the Robin Graham Show today, and Today, we are going to talk about becoming a confident, introverted entrepreneur. So who out there is alongside me as being an introvert? I see a lot of hands being raised virtually, of course, but that is me. And it has been a roller coaster ride, really, with entrepreneurship, being an introvert, because it's sometimes extremely hard to put myself out there. And sometimes even just doing a podcast interview, I need a break after I have to refuel myself because I'm so exhausted from being on. And I know that a lot of you can relate to that. And especially with doing videos on social media, being present for your audience, creating live videos or webinars or masterclasses, all of these things can be extremely taxing for an introvert, especially if we lack confidence. So today my guest is Stephanie Michelle Toma, and we are going to dive into her book, The Confident Introvert, and she's going to give us some tips, some tools, some strategies to become a more confident introvert so that we can put ourselves out there in an easier way with a less stress, less anxiety, and all those negative emotions that sometimes come into play whenever we are an introvert and have to put ourselves out there into the world to gain the success that we so desire. All right, without further ado. Stephanie Michelle Toma, welcome to the Robin Graham Show. Hello, Robin. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's my pleasure. And I love this topic so much. And you and I worked together for quite a while, which was so fun to see your business transpire and grow and see you come into so much more clarity of who you want to serve and how you want to help the world. And a lot of that was based on your book, The Confident Introvert. So I would love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about your journey and how you got to the place you are today. And just a little bit about your background, if you don't mind. Yes. Yes. So let's see. Growing up, I was definitely more on the shy side. There was, there was a lot of reservation and fear around like, how am I going to be perceived and not a whole lot of risk-taking because of thinking of all the different possible scenarios of how things could go not so well. (laughs) And then I started to experiment over time with what would it be like if I approached different social situations, reframing certain thoughts, like in a positive sense, like just going into things, envisioning that it went well. So that was like the catalyst of becoming a community organizer and hosting over 1000 networking events, creating the sense of community that I always wanted growing up. And yeah, then Just saying yes and being open to so many different opportunities led me to being invited to speak on a variety of stages, to share networking for introverts, 
And then that turned into Confident Introvert, my human connection book. And then the next iteration has actually turned into me helping people become author speaker coaches, that trifecta of self-expression that gets to actually help and serve. Mm, I love that. The trifecta of getting to help and serve. I love that. And so let's talk a little bit about this. So you were an introvert and so you, I'm, yeah, and, but or <laughs> I should say you are an introvert, but yeah. you have a lot of extrovert qualities. Mm. So talk to us a little bit about how like transforming your mindset to try things, to put yourself out there, to create the community you were actually you were hungry for, but because of who you were as an introvert, it was harder to build that community. So you changed your mindset and you really transitioned your life and opportunities for the future based on what you were wanting, but didn't have, let's say genetics wherewithal to be able to pull it off. Yeah. Okay. I love that you bring that up because I speak a lot to the topic of nature versus nurture, right? So certainly introversion is real. (laughs) There are so many of us that get our energy from solitude, but sometimes it can be on, on steroids. If let's say you're in an environment that is not conducive to your biggest or most authentic expression. So I know that was certainly the case for me where I am more naturally introverted, but growing up, I was in an environment that wasn't totally conducive to me being my most social and confident self. That's something that I always ask people that are looking to work with me to take a peek at. Wait a second. Like, sure. You can be introverted and really embrace that, but also is it on steroids? Is it fear-based or is it actually authentic? Let's assess that out. And, and yeah, to go back to your question, can you repeat that or rephrase that? So I'd be sure that I cover all those, <laughs> everything that you want to learn. No, I was just saying you changed your mindset around being an introvert to create the community that you were hungry for because you didn't have that initially yes. as when you were living as a true introvert and you didn't have the confidence. So you created that life. So I just wanted you to touch on that, the mindset piece and how you transitioned your mindset, but then how you took that into action by creating the community. I think that's really important that you were in this place of being an introvert, you were striving for community, but you didn't have that community. So you took it upon yourself to change your mindset and to put yourself out there in a way to build the community you were hungry for. Yes. Okay. So thank you for that. So yeah, essentially it comes down to a decision and also a deeper understanding that your life can be different. If there are certain aspects of your life that you wish, if you wish that you were more connected, if you wish that you were more confident, instead of lingering in that space of it being a distant wish to actually consider, wait, what if I could have that now? How would I act differently? And I'm not an advocate of fake it till you make it. I think that you can actually become the thing that you want to be. If you have that desire, then that is proof that you can actually have, be, or do that thing. So yeah, when it came to, let's say, getting myself in environments that were a little bit different and then realizing I have the opportunity in this new environment to recreate, reinvent, and be the version of myself that I believe to be the most true, that I believe to be the most the most fun, just to allow different facets of myself to be known both to myself and 
with other people to really view it as a sharing. And I know, so for example, when I was living in San Francisco, that's the catalyst of a lot of the community stuff that I've been involved in. And so going to a lot of events and getting really versed in taking those initial steps of being the person that says, because sometimes when there's a lack of confidence in social situations, there's a tendency to be on the sidelines and hope and wish that someone comes up and says hi to you when that could happen. But it's so much more empowering to instead take full ownership and decide to be that person, even if your voice cracks, even if your palms are a little bit sweaty, to make it your mission to make one new friend or at least have one conversation that means something. And this is why I was labeled as an extrovert before I wrote this book. Now people understand that I'm not. (laughs) That's one of the catalysts for the book, but it's because it, I would go around typically to groups of people and engage in conversations until I felt the click. And what that can look like from an outside perspective is being a social butterfly when really my intention at every event that I either host or that I attend is to make one deep, meaningful connection. And it doesn't always happen on the first try. So you could be speaking with someone and sometimes the reason why I know some of my clients haven't enjoyed networking is because they find that they're talking with someone they're not clicking with for an hour and then they leave and they don't have any meaningful connections or maybe they exchange business cards with 20 people, but they don't really know them at all. Yeah. It can be a matter of learning the strategies and and tactics to gracefully end a conversation that just really isn't having that click, but also knowing the difference between leaving something prematurely and giving it a chance to really blossom into a connection. Yeah. So I'm listening to you talk and thinking about myself in those situations. And it's almost, and this is going to sound crazy, but it's almost like I put myself in an outer body experience so that I can go up to people and talk to them and I'm forcing myself into that situation to do it, but in a positive way, like it's something I want to do, but it's something that growing up, I didn't have the skills to do. I didn't have the confidence to do, but now that I know I have to do it in order to push myself forward, meet new people, have meaningful relationships and develop those, the sense of relationship in the community that I need to grow my business and everything. It's, it's this just force of nature to do it. And afterwards I can say, wow, I did that. Wow. That was great. Wow. I'm so glad I talked to that person. And then you have these new formed relationships that can push you forward, but sometimes it's, and it's almost like you take that lack of confidence and you form it momentarily to push yourself forward. So it's interesting how you were saying, and then how you can take those interactions. And if it's not something that you feel is going to empower you or enlighten you or inspire you, or that a connection is not being formed, you can politely walk away from that and move on to someone else. And I think That's an important statement that you said, because we do sometimes feel completely trapped by someone, especially if that other person is more dominant in the conversation and we aren't a confident introvert. So I think that's a very empowering gift that you just gave everyone to say, you can politely walk away just excuse yourself. Maybe it is that you want to use the restroom. Maybe it's that you want to get a drink. Maybe it's that you see someone across the room you want to introduce yourself to. And so use those excuses as an opportunity to break free from that conversation you're being pigeonholed into 
and go explore other opportunities for relationships. So I love that you said all that. So Stephanie, let's talk a little bit about becoming more confident as an introvert. What are the steps or tactics that you recommend people start with and then explore to be able to become more confident, to be able to put themselves out there the way you do so gracefully? Thank you. Yeah. So essentially I, the structure that I use with clients that mirrors my own growth journey is starting with a base level of calm and then building confidence on top of that. And then confidence is not the end all, right? There are reasons why we want to be more confident. It's great to feel confident that allows us to connect with others. That's the next step after confidence and then make that impact rise into leadership and actually make your mark in the world. It, when someone is asking, where do I even begin? Where there's this awareness of wanting to improve your confidence, particularly as an introverted entrepreneur, that you are here for a mission that's beyond your immediate life, your immediate self. So that in itself, that's the impact, right? But then you realize that if you're not feeling the sense of calm, you're feeling this nervous energy, and then you're not feeling like you really have a lot to offer. And then you don't have many connections or social ties, that impact seems so much further away because it is. So instead of focusing on building connections while you're still feeling anxious, or instead of focusing on just like puffing up your chest and having the right posture, when you still feel jittery, let's start with the basics. And that is managing your energy so that you can feel a sense of calm. And before I go into some strategies, you can oftentimes tell when someone's, let's say public speaking, even when they come up on stage and they have a a really quiet confidence about them where they're speaking eloquently, they have a relaxed body posture. They have totally been able to hone in on that sense of calm. Whereas there's someone else that maybe is jumping up and down. And maybe at first it looks like enthusiasm and energy, but sometimes it doesn't really go away. And there's a different sort of relationship that is then built with the people they meet or the audience if they're speaking. So I'm such an advocate of being able to be rooted in a sense of homeostasis and calm. And one of the ways to do that is with the most basic is the breath of 444. So this is one of the concepts for my book that you can do anytime, anywhere. And it's so simple. You might be like, what the heck? Why would I even do that? It's the intentionality. It's that if you feel like you're anything less than calm, more than calm, just not really in the right energetic state to be able to pause and say, okay, I'm going to breathe in through your nose for four counts and then hold that breath for four counts and then exhale for four counts and do it at least three times. And you will feel such a difference. It's like a reset switch. So Mm -hmm. this is great to do right before a networking event, right before giving a talk, right before an interview, whatever it may be. And also as it pertains to networking, that energy piece, have a solitude sandwich. There can be this fear of being an energizer bunny and okay, back-to-back Zoom meetings, or let's say that maybe you're at a cafe and you're like, since I'm here, I might as well have my business meetings during this day. Let's have six in a row, one every hour. I know I can already see your nonverbals. You're like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, that's too much for me. See? And it's great that you know that because some people need to push up against the edges to know I'm not doing that again. But yeah. if you already know that you're more introverted, 
don't even put yourself through that. It's probably not going to be ideal for you, even if you do survive it, but we're more about thriving than surviving. So a solitude sandwich is giving yourself a buffer on either end of something that takes an element of exertion. So any sort of activity could be networking. It could be even a meeting on your calendar and just making it a non-negotiable regular part of how you conduct yourself, where let's say if you know that networking events, at least at this point in time, are a little bit more draining then taking an hour before the event to decompress, maybe get, get there early, but you don't have to go in right away. Maybe walk around, get to know the neighborhood if you haven't been there before. And then let's say you're at the event for a couple of hours, then maybe you go home after and meditate or read or do something a little bit more solitary so that you can really be present and avoid hitting that wall where we've all hit the wall and the solitude sandwich is such an antidote to prevent that from happening. So you're able to be fully present. People might even mistake you as an extrovert because you have so much energy and you're so present because you've been managing it and you've been more intentional about that. Yeah. I love that. And it's, I will do it a minimum of 15 minutes between each one of my meetings every day. And that just gives me enough time to take a deep breath, refill my coffee, water, or go to the bathroom, maybe just walk out on the porch and get a breath of fresh air something. And that makes a huge difference for me. So I love that you stress that. So I think it's really important. The breath work is so key because it really does transition your energy in your mind. And then the solitude sandwich. I love both of those for keeping ourselves calm and grounded before we go into any type of situation that could cause nerves to flare or increase our anxiety levels. I think that the more calm we are, the more confident we can be, right? Because our mind is calm. So you may not associate yourself as being confident, but when we are calm, we have a sense of confidence versus all of those negative thoughts spinning around in our head without ceasing. Now they are quiet and we can just be in the moment and be present and be ourselves. Yeah, it's totally, it's quality over quantity. And even to paint a picture of sometimes it's easier to conceptualize when you have an image of, Ooh, this is what I don't really want to embody. We've all had those meetings with, or maybe we've been the person, Hey, guilty of running from meeting to meeting and eating a protein bar while the call begins. And like, Oh, sorry. I'm just like, I'm, I have an errand to run right after this and Oh, like, or pausing the zoom call. I just haven't had a break to use the restroom. May I? And there's an energy to that. And it's not empowered. It's not the energy of a leader. (laughs) It's the energy of someone who is sort of succumbing to a schedule that is out of their control. So especially as an entrepreneur, one of the gifts that you have is being able to manage your schedule and create it. So allow yourself to have that space. It's not a luxury. If you're an introvert, it's actually necessary. Yeah, I love that. And so other tips for becoming more confident. Yes. Okay. So let's see, especially when it comes to inspiring creativity. I know that I've worked with clients who at times feel creative blocks and maybe even stare at a blank page and are like, okay, like I'm ready for the inspiration to come and it's just not coming. And then there's this whole cycle that they go through that's not productive. So one of the strategies that I like to, to present is called the daily three, two, one. And basically what that is, 
it's a power hour that can really help reset your energy and prime you for creativity. It serves to enable you to have a greater sense of calm and connection. And I'll break down. It's 30 minutes of reading, 20 minutes of writing and 10 minutes of meditation. So when it comes to the reading, the average person, according to a study that I read, reads about 19 minutes a day, but those people that read more than 19 minutes a day actually live longer. It like increases your lifetime. So why not? We'll build a life you love and then live more of it. So that's 30 minutes and then 20 minutes of writing. I'm such an advocate of narrative therapy, where if there are thoughts swirling around in your head that are not serving you, that you wish weren't in your head, it can seem counterproductive to write them down because I know I just want them to disappear, but writing them down allows them to disappear or have a greater likelihood of being alleviated. And then the 10 minutes of meditation is more of an integration where you've just taken in some information and you've just allowed yourself to express some information. I will say I've been meditating nearly daily for about 12 years and the level of clarity that I have in my decision-making, it's not always perfect, but it's so much better than it was before I was meditating. Just having access to that sense of calm and having access to that sense of clarity that used to feel so much more foggy when it came Uh to making decisions and actually being attuned to intuition. Because oftentimes we have so many of our own answers. And while it can be helpful to sometimes bounce ideas off, and certainly I'm an advocate of mentorship, there is an inner knowing that we oftentimes have that really empower us to move the needle that much more with our mentors. Yes, please. You're not already meditating. <laughs> Do the daily three, two, one, and meditate for ten minutes a day. And then, yeah, what my clients have found using this is there's inspiration that comes through this process of the input-output integration. One hundred percent. And I'm a huge supporter of reading and writing. Obviously, we're both authors, and I think as authors, we have that mindset. To, to spend time reading. I think it's an incredible way to learn. A lot of people do audiobooks or listen to podcasts, but for me, it's, I love to, and if, and listeners, if you're not already doing this, I encourage you, whether it's a novel or it's a self-help book or a business book, have a pen with you at all times, because there will be times when you're reading that something really triggers a thought underline that because you can always come back to it. That's why I have so many books. I don't get rid of them because all of them have a notation in this, in the margin or an underline or something, and then write about that. A lot of times it's taking that thought to the next level. And if you guys are wondering, I've got an ebook and I'll put the link in the show notes to it, but it's alleviating anxiety by developing healthy habits for a healthy mind. And it's basically a mini version of my journal. So you can take some of these thoughts or some of those, some of those anxious thoughts, identify your triggers. And as you are getting ready to maybe go to a networking event, maybe you're getting ready to do a zoom call. Maybe you're getting ready to do a podcast interview or do a live video, or even do a reel on Instagram, who knows, but you could actually use some of those tools to help you navigate those anxious thoughts and build your confidence as you're moving forward. And then meditation, of course, that is so many people find benefits in meditation. So I'm so glad. I love that. I knew your method because I've worked, we work together, but I love the three, two, one. Awesome. And um, I actually have one more thing to add now that you mentioned. So even 
just to illustrate for your listeners, like putting this into action, not necessarily the daily three, two, one, but asking yourself what's the best that could happen and actively putting yourself in situations, being a part of communities. So for example, I'm a part of several different online communities and I am in a new city right now. I'm currently living a location independent digital nomad lifestyle. I'm in, I'm living in a city that I've never lived in before. So perhaps even one of your listeners just moved and that's very real. So I want to speak to this. So I realized, oh wait, I'm in this online community that actually has chapters, chapter leaders, and they've put themselves on this roster. So I reached out to the primary organizer and I asked, are there any people who organize things in Orlando. And there was one person. So I decided to email them and just say, hi, we're both in this group. You're an organizer and I don't know if you're hosting anything, but even if not, I'd love to meet up. So what ended up happening was she responded right away and we ended up meeting up for coffee. And and then she actually let me know that she'd never been to a networking event before. So then just last night we went to her first networking event together. <laughs> and, and she was telling me how nervous she was. And you just sparked this memory. So I was like, oh yeah, go to stephanietoma.com slash meditation. Because another strategy for building up confidence is positive visualization. So going back to that question of what is the best that could happen, it can sound kind of toxic positivity. Okay, what the heck? Like, why would I ask myself that it feels empty or fluffy, but no, there's so much gold here where, and I welcome your listeners as well. If they're resonating with this, it's a free meditation that you can listen to, to really prime yourself for envisioning how you'd like it to go because our minds and you know this Robin, like our minds are so powerful and being able to actually walk yourself through, or if you want to listen to that guided meditation that walks you through what the experience is ideally walking into the door. How are you envisioning that people are going to look at you? Are they going to look at you? How do you envision that you're going to feel? How do you envision that your conversations are going to go? Are you going to make one new friend? So since I set that intention for myself, oh, make one new friend, it seemed more accessible than make 25 new friends. And guess what? I always make a friend. It's just so standard for me now because I've told myself that it's normal. And it is normal for me now. So yeah, when it comes to building confidence, being able to enter a situation that you've rehearsed and the rehearsal went really well, it just makes such a difference. I love that you brought that up with the visualization, because when I was talking about like that outer body kind of mindset that I go in, that's what I'm doing. I'm visualizing myself in that networking situation before I go. And it is incredibly powerful to build your confidence and give you the the power to walk into a new situation with your head held high and a sense of confidence. So yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. I love that. And um, it's like, I, oh No, go ahead. I was going to say, it also ties in with, and I realized, I don't know if there's anyone else listening who's a distance runner, but I ran cross country in high school and college and I've done marathons and that's a mindset thing in itself. If you want to strengthen your mindset, go ahead and train for a marathon and run it. But yeah, I remember my coaches throughout school, they would have us write down, visualize how every quarter or half mile of that 5k race was going to go down to, okay, who are you, you know, at this point of the race, where are you like on the course and how is your body feeling? How is your stride? 
How's your breath? And you don't need to even get that detail, but Hey, why not? Why not get, allow yourself to really be like, huh? Okay. If I'm there for a couple of hours, what do I really envision? Of course, be flexible and open when you get there, but yeah, it's like, this can be applied to networking. It can be applied to personal and professional goals. This visualization piece just is something that is used by pro athletes that my coach is that we're not training pro athletes, like priming us for success. It's just, yeah, I just wanted to highlight that. Yeah. I love it. I was a cross country runner too, and it does help in doing, I didn't do a full marathon. I did a half marathon and, but even doing that, it's amazing how when you visualize yourself and triathlons too, when you envision, envision yourself getting out of the water, doing the transition, getting on the bike, then getting off the bike, then running. Like when you visualize, visualize yourself doing that, when you get to that point, you feel more confident. You, it's just this innate feeling that you have because you've already not technically, but visually experienced it. Okay. Stephanie, this has been fabulous. Tell us where the listeners can find you, learn more from you, work with you. I know right now you're focusing on that triad of speakers, authors, coaches becoming one in those with those three things. Tell everybody a little bit about that work and then where they can find you, please. Yes, absolutely. So I'd like to invite all of your listeners to download a free chapter of my book from Confident Introvert. It's called Understanding Your Personality Before Meeting Others. So this is so key for all you introverts, or even if let's say you have a listener who's not introverted, but they're like, hey, I am just curious. I listened to this whole episode because I just want to know what's up with introverts. Hey, like this is going to be a useful chapter for you as well. So you can download that at Stephanie Thomas. That's T-H-O-M-A.com slash freebie. And then, yeah, when it comes to how I help people who are aspiring to be authors, speakers, and coaches. So essentially, if you know that you have a message that you'd like to get out there, but it's not yet clarified if in your bones that you're meant to be an author, that maybe the idea of speaking publicly is exciting, but maybe you haven't really done it before, or you have found that you give your friends and family really great advice and you're like, wait, maybe I could be a coach in some capacity, then definitely let's talk. I'd love to invite you to have a chat with me. You can go to stephanietoma.com slash coaching to learn more about how I work with people and how to apply for a call. Awesome. This was so great, Stephanie. I hope we've inspired a lot of people to even whether they're extroverts, even extroverts may not have confidence sometimes, right? So these exercises really can be applied to anyone who is listening. But listeners, if you found this information helpful, please share it with people who would be struggling to put themselves out there. They want to grow. They want to build a business or grow as an individual, but they're struggling because they don't have confidence. These exercises that Stephanie shared with us are so empowering. So please share this episode with those that could use it. And if you feel so inclined, we would love it if you'd leave a rating and review just because ratings and reviews are what help us get the word out for the show so that we can continue to bring on more guests just like Stephanie and all of the other amazing people that we've had on. So thanks everybody for being here and I will see you next week. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you. Friends, did you know that I have a resource page on my website with free eBooks to help you navigate anxiety or to build a successful business? Just go to www.therobingraham.com forward slash resources and download your free eBooks today. 
And that's a wrap, friends. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Ratings and reviews are how we grow and more people find the show. It would mean the world to me. And let's connect. You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Have questions about building a personal brand and business for success? Book a free mentorship call with me at www.therobingraham.com. Until next time, remember to smile.